right, all right, all right. Welcome to Investment Banking Insights, the only show dedicated to helping you learn both the technical and non-technical aspects of the investment banking process. Hello, my name is Alex Mason and I am your host. Thank you for joining me today. I hope you're doing amazing. Today, I want to quickly revisit this subject of behaviorals. It's something we haven't talked about in a little while and I'm not gonna do an in-depth episode on any specific behavioral, but more so zooming out a little bit to the big picture of what are the five major categories of behaviorals. And these are just some things that I've noticed both from questions that I've personally been asked as well as questions that I've seen out there or that I know others have been asked. So most of these things uh, are in different categories, five different categories, and I like to call them PARs. So P-A-R, that's an acronym that is commonly used. P stands for problem or situation. A stands for action and R stands for result. Now, if you've done any sort of behavioral interview training ever, there's very high likelihood that you've heard of the acronym STAR, S-T-A-R, which is situation, task, action, and then result. This is very commonly taught in corporate workshops and job textbooks and things like that. Uh, But PAR is kind of like an abbreviated version of that. (laughs) Basically, problem, action, result. And at least for me, it's pretty easy to remember. It's a good way to structure your behavioral answers because if you just kind of just start going and rambling about what you did or you only ever talk about the context, you you miss an opportunity to share a concise but complete story to the person listening. So that's basically the structure. And most of these PARs, they fall within five major categories. Now, I'm not saying there's these are all of the categories, but the ones, the primary ones that I think of. First, you have teamwork slash leadership. Then there's quantitative analysis. There's creative solutions. There are failure questions. And then there are difficult situation questions. So let's spend a couple of minutes going through each of these. Number one, you have your standard teamwork slash leadership questions. Now, if you're listening to this and you have applied to college, either as an undergrad or say an MBA program, there's a good chance that you wrote an essay or had some kind of short response or had some kind of interview question related to this because teamwork and leadership is such a big part of business in general, not even just investment banking. So teamwork, how have you been able to work with others? Leadership, how have you been able to influence others? They're connected but slightly separate concepts. So make sure that if you do get this question, you kind of have a story ready to go. That's kind of the point of this episode is to help expose you to these subjects and remind you of these subjects so that you have stories ready for each of these different scenarios. So think about a time where you led a team or even just one person, maybe you were a mentor to a specific person at your job or in some kind of hobby or extracurricular activity where you helped make someone better by your presence. 
And so that's what I would think of in terms of teamwork and leadership is how have you been able to successfully work with others? Number two, quantitative analysis. Now, you may be wondering, Alex, why are we talking about quantitative analysis? I, ta- I thought we were talking about behaviorals, not technicals. Well, <laughs> there are different kinds of questions out there. And quantitative analysis is more so a measure of your ability to reason and your logic as opposed to understanding industry knowledge. When we talk about technicals, we're talking about industry knowledge. Do you understand the different types of seniority of debt in a corporation, right? Like that's, that's technicals. But when we're talking about quantitative analysis, I'm talking about questions that are more like a car drives from Los Angeles to New York at 60 miles an hour and it takes them five days. How many hours on average run down the road or how many miles do they travel? Something to that effect. Essentially, can you reason on the fly with sort of these mental math type of questions? And usually I haven't really gotten these too much personally. I think these were more so popular in the past with interviewers at banks, but I think that some do still ask them. You may see these referred to as brain teasers. (laughs) That's kind of the old school term for it. But essentially, can you be quick on your feet with mental math? This is more of the academic type of thing you might see on a standardized test. So in terms of preparation for this kind of a category, I would just go through uh, some, some brain teasers. There are brain teaser resources out there online. There are just simple logic puzzles that you can do. Other than that, I wouldn't worry too much about this area. I think that this type of question is kind of fading in importance, but, um, but that's my personal opinion. So that's number two. Number three is creative solution. So if you are given some kind of open-ended question or some kind of open-ended scenario and asked to solve it, solve the problem, The interviewer is really trying to understand how you think. What is your thought process? Kind of similar to the quantitative analysis type of question. So for a creative solution question, you might get asked something like, something to the effect of maybe um, you're working with a client and they're acquiring another company, but they can't raise any debt in either the investment grade market or the high yield market, how would you approach this situation? Like, I don't know. I just made that up on the fly just because (laughs) I'm just trying to be creative with it. But when you think about a situation like that, like, okay, how would you advise a client? Well, what are some things you would need to know? Maybe you would need to know the cash on hand. Maybe you would need to know the risk profile of the company. What, What are they being rated? Are they junk bond status? Like why why can't they even issue investment grade or high yield? Asking those questions and then walking through some kind of logical thought process in order to come to a creative solution is what they're looking for in this case. So creative solutions, you might see those. Again, these are just any kind of open-ended question that may seem like it comes out of the blue, but really the interviewer is just trying to see like, are you thrown off by this? Or can you digest some new information quickly and then respond in a way that is thoughtful 
and logical. Okay, the fourth category of behavioral is failure. This is a big one, especially just not even just in investment banking, but across almost every type of interview I've ever done is people want to know if you're aware of your past failures and have you learned from them? Are you aware of your failures and have you learned from them? So tell me about a time where you failed. Okay, well, have your story ready for this. This is an easy one to have a story ready for. Just think back to some time in your professional life or your personal life. I would err on the side of of going professional uh, just because you don't really know what the context is necessarily with whoever's asking you this. I would err on the side of being professional. However, if you have a really good personal story, then think about sharing that as well. So think about a time that you failed. The important thing is not just to talk about the failure itself, but to follow it up with some kind of reflection. What did you learn? Why are you not going to make this mistake next time? Did you address the root cause of what was causing you to fail in the first place? So that's what's important with this kind of question, this kind of category. And then number five is some kind of difficult situation. This could be some kind of ethical dilemma that you faced, or it doesn't even have to be that necessarily, but that's one variant of the question. Another variant is just a more open-ended form of some kind of challenge that you faced. Now, maybe you kind of blend this with a story from your teamwork or leadership story where you're focused on dealing with some kind of team challenge that you faced with a group of people and you overcame it and this is how you did it. So what they're trying to get at with this kind of question is, are you aware of when things go wrong? Have you experienced when things go wrong? Not necessarily with you, but just a big problem that you faced and how did you overcome it? This is by far, I think, one of the most common types of questions ever asked (laughs) just because business and life more generally is all about overcoming difficult situations. Like that in a big way is what life is about. (laughs) So have a story for that one. That shouldn't be too hard for you to come up with because of... um, you know, you can just draw from something in your personal experience. So that's how I would approach it or think about it. So category number one, teamwork slash leadership. Category number two, some kind of quantitative analysis. Category number three, creative solution. Category number four, failure. And category number five, some kind of difficult situation. And of course, as I said at the beginning, there are more categories than this, but those are the main ones that I think of when I think of behavioral type of questions. Um, And then, of course, one thing that I didn't mention are the behavioral questions that are related to you specifically, such as tell me about yourself or why this bank or why investment banking more generally. Of course, those are the inevitable questions that we talked about way at the beginning of the podcast in season one. But these are some other categories you can think about. Okay, so that's what I got for you today. Hope you're doing amazing kicking off this week as we wrap up January 2024. Hope you're doing great out there, and I'll see you next time. Take care.